Chapter 5 upon the ketchup KXUP in what was once Modesto, California. Oh, friends, I'm not going to lie to you. Things can't get much worse than this. But hey, there's only one direction to go once you hit rock bottom. That's when life gets better. I 
Cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town, no postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth, gray goose Dripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in the hotel room, we don't care we're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royal It's a one in our blood That kind of looks just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler and chocolate milk These are just a couple of my cravings Everything it seems I like's a little bit stronger, a little bit thicker, a little bit harmful for me If I should buy jelly beans Have to eat them all in just one sitting Everything Rufus Wainwright on the ketchup. He is the winner of this week's Memory Lightning Bolt Award. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, before that, it was uh, Lord with the song that got things started for her a few years back, Royals. You know what they call uh, that song in France, don't you? Uh, quarter Pounder. It's true. Ting Tings, That's Not My Name, and The Rentals, and started things off with uh, Grant Parker, Life Gets Better from The Real Macaw. Macaw! Yeah, uh, so I was uh, uh, combing through the uh, library here trying to decide what to play, and I see Rufus Wainwright, and I see this title, Cigarettes and Chocolate Milk. And uh, uh, my brain goes, up boing, because I promised I wasn't going to talk about this anymore, but remember when I was telling you about um, 
Suzanne, the girl I had a crush on, who we used to call 911 all the time about her drug dealer boyfriend. And then I used to ride my bike by her house, and I would, I one time followed her to the convenience store. That's Suzanne. Uh, that one time I went in and kind of casually following her, somebody stays stalking. Uh, guess what she bought? Yes, some cigarettes, some chocolate milk. I remember it uh, as if it was yesterday. I had to have a cover story about why I was in there. So I got some change for the air machine. And uh, here's what Mr. Smoothie did. I, I, I added a little air to my tires, and, and I said to her, uh, Hey, there's still some air. There's still some time on this machine. Uh, can I top of your tires? And she just, like, looked at me. And she said, What? And I said, Nothing. <sighs> I'm not going to lie to you folks. This... Uh, the situation's been kind of getting to me a little bit more than it has before this week, uh, psychologically and physically. I, I banged my injured foot like crazy on this stupid broken exercise bike that's down here for some reason. If you think it hurts to stub your toe, wait till you stub your nub. It does not feel good. I'll tell you what does feel good, though. Another 20 minutes of uninterrupted music on the catch-up, starting with Tokyo Police Club.
Ketchup, the greatest musician since Portly Parcheesi. <laughs> That's I'm ready. I'm ready, willing, and able. Uh, Tokyo Police Club is at the top with Your English is Good. Then it was uh, Helen Reddy did Angie Baby. 
Back in the 70s, kids, let me explain it to you. If uh, not a lot was understood about mental illness, so often you would just um, lock your uh, uh, mentally ill child up in a room with uh, the radio and just leave them to their devices to murder their imaginary boyfriends. I, th I think that's pretty much what happens in that song. I kind of got an Angie baby situation going on down here, now that I think about it. The music's so loud that it spins me around. What else is in there? Oh, Run DMC, You Be Illin', and Fiona Apple did Hot Knife, and uh, Fats Domino, I'm ready. Did you see what I did there? Has what I did there been seen? See, we had, uh, we had Ready, we had Illin', and we had Apple. Apple. Ready, Illin, and Apple, and then we had I'm Ready, Will, and Enable. Forget, look, I told you, I'm, I'm off my game a little bit this week. That's, that's the best I could do. I'll, t I'll, t I'll try to come up with a better theme set for you later. Oh, man. It's just, there's this, that's that, it's that skull and crossbones that kind of looks like a Hello Kitty that's on the warning light thing on the, uh, on the door lock thing, and the, the warning that keeps flashing in some language I don't understand. It says, I'll read it to you. It says, Vara Forsiktig Fara. V-A-R-A, Vara Forsiktig Fara. I don't know what that means. It sounds like it means like you have a very fair foreskin or something like that. So anyway, I'm getting, I'm getting a little stir crazy. I, I was working on that puzzle I told you about last time. I loved the little cottage, and that was pretty fun. I took care of that in like two days or so. And then, so then I had a great idea. I got like a sheet. I managed to like flip the puzzle over so that it was on its blank side. It was, it was really impressive. And then I was drawing, I've been drawing my own puzzle on that side. So it'd be like a flip overable puzzle. And did, I'm not drawing some quaint little cottage. I'm drawing like a cool, like robotic Bigfoot who's surfing on a tsunami, wailing on guitar. There's like a shark playing tambourine. And then over on the coastline, there's like a lighthouse. And he's holding up a lighter because he's enjoying the rock so much. So don't tell me I don't know how to have a good time. Speaking of good times, how about another theme set on the ketchup?
has a questionable past.
times. Ah, good times on the ketchup. Started that set off with Chic, Nile Rodgers and Company, and then it was the Hoodoo Gurus from Australia with a little help from the Bangles on uh, backing vocals there. Van Halen covering the Kinks, Where Have All the Good Times Gone? The Brazilian Girls from their great album, New York City. Uh, did uh, Good Time, and then it was uh, the theme song from from Good Times. That was we we were pretty poor growing up, but it was it was it was depressing to see that reflected back to you on a sitcom. But it, but it was a good show. Remember remember little Penny on that show? What happened to her? I wonder. What has she done for us lately? Oh my gosh! I cannot believe we've gotten this far into the show, and I have not given you what I promised you. Our update on the book, Night Probe. Now, I've never read Clive Cussler. I told you that. But there's a trade-off when you read, like, these, you know, mass market adventure novels. You think, like, okay, I'm not going to worry about a lot of nuanced character development. Just give me a nice plot, a fast-moving, exciting plot. This damn book... uh, it's, it's built as a Dirk Pitt adventure. Dirk Pitt does not show up in the damn thing until chapter nine. Up until then, it's all like, there's a little bit of history and a cool train crash, but then it's all like government bureaucracy and there's uh, like something about the Canadian water supply and Quebecois separatists. But, but then Dirk Pitt shows up and then things really start to pick up because uh, he meets up with uh, sexy Heidi Milligan, who's this... Uh, blonde, tall, leggy Navy lieutenant. And uh, he, like, bumps into her at a restaurant, and then, like, two pages later, they are banging back at her hotel room. Let me read you what happens when uh, they first met. Uh, Dirk walks up to her and he says, I beg your pardon, gorgeous creature, a voice whispered in her ear, but could you see it in your heart to buy a poor, destitute wino a glass of muscatel? Startled, she cringed and looked up, her eyes wide. The intruder's face was shadowed and indistinct. Then he came around and sat down opposite her. His hair was thick and black, and the candlelight reflected a pair of warm sea-green eyes. His face was weathered and darkened by the sun. He stared at her as if anticipating a greeting, his features cool and expressionless, and then he smiled and the whole room seemed to brighten. Why, Heidi Milligan, can it be you don't remember me? She trembled as a tide of recognition swept over her. Pitt! Oh my god, Dirk Pitt! So he, he drops the hammer on the Navy lieutenant, and then he disappears again until like page 60 when he drops her off at the airport. That is how Dirk Pitt operates. And let me read you here some, uh, some more cool stuff when he's like kissing her goodbye. Uh, she set her purse and cosmetic case on a vacant chair and looked up at him through expectant eyes. He responded by kissing her. Then he tilted back his head and grinned. There goes my macho reputation. How so? As soon as the word gets round that I've been kissing a sailor, I'm through. Oh, Dirk Pitt. You're such a rogue. Why do you disappear then until page 87 of this boring book? Oh, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad I have it. Uh, let me read you one more thing. This will give you some, of the, some idea about the technology that we're dealing with here. This is early. This is... Um, Alan Mercier, the Falstaffian security, security advisor to the president, he's, uh, he's uh, getting dr- driven around D.C. in a town car, and he's got a briefcase on his lap. Check this out. Uh, perching a pair of Ben Franklin specs on his bubble nose, he laid a briefcase across his lap and opened it. The underside of the lid held a visual display screen. 
and a keyboard console bordered by two rows of colored lights lay across the bottom. He, topped out a, he, ty he typed out a combination of numbers and waited a brief moment while the signal was bounced by a satellite to his corner office at the White House. There, a computer, programmed by his aides, whirred into life and began relaying his workload for the day. The incoming data arrived in code and was electronically deciphered in milliseconds by the battery-operated microprocessor on his lap, the final text reading out in green lowercase letters across the screen. Wow. That is some futuristic shit, man. Uh, that has been your Night Probe update. Night Probe. Back into the music now with the Rolling Stones on the ketchup.
ketchup also has health benefits because it's chock full of and or roll. I mean, the long winners. Stupid. The importance of commas on the ketchup. <laughs> Before that, it was the Motels with uh, Mission of Mercy. That's the uh, leadoff track of their great All for One album from like 82. We all remember uh, the great singer Martha Davis, but uh, there's a blistering guitar work in there from a fellow named Guy Perry, in case you were wondering. You weren't wondering. Why do I know that and why don't I know my name? I think my name starts with a C. Craig. That's not my name. That's not my name. Ting Ting's callback. You can call me Dell. That's uh, That'll work just fine. Before that, it was uh, Dave Brubeck, a little jazz from uh, the great Take 5 album, and the Rolling Stones with Hand of Fate. That's going to do it for me this time. Um, newsflash. This just in. Remember I was telling you about the warning light, and it's like uh, this LED readout thing, and there's like 16 little red bars. During that set of music, it went down to 15, so I don't know if it's getting any less dangerous or any less foreskin out there, but um, who knows, man. Stay tuned. This thing ain't over yet, but this show is technically over. After this, here's a song from uh, Donald Fagan singing about uh, a lovely future we're all going to have together. I'm Del. This is The Catch-Up. Thanks for listening. I love you. Mwah. Bye-bye. Standing tough under stars and stripes we can tell. You've got to admit it at this point in time that it's clear the future looks bright on that train. Ketchup is written and produced by Gary Lucy for Wilsey Lou Pictures, Inc. All music is the property of its rightful owners and is presented for critical, historical, and promotional purposes only. Support the arts. Don't steal music. 
Like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes, and please tell a friend. Music is the ketchup. The fix is in.